You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back inside the Straight Up Saints Podcast. It's your host, Chris Rosvoglu, and we haven't had a podcast in about a little bit over a week. The last time I did one, I believe I was talking about Michael Thomas, and you guys know if you follow me on Twitter, I defend that guy 24-7, and I probably will have to after DeAndre Hopkins' recent comments um, where he said he's the best wide receiver, and if he had Drew Brees, his numbers would look different, and I'm not here to argue because DeAndre Hopkins is an elite player, and you're basically splitting hairs. Um, if someone says Mike's the best, and someone says Hopkins the best, and someone says Julio's the best, leave it. They're all, all three of them are so great, you leave them in their own tier, but that's not what this episode is about. This episode is not about Michael Thomas. I've done enough on him, but this is going to be about a certain wide receiver on the Saints, Saints wide receiver Deontay Harris, who is entering his second season um, his rookie year was a smashing hit. You're talking about a D2 college player from Assumption, a kick returner who goes to the NFL, doesn't get drafted, and has an all-pro season. And for a Saints team that was lacking explosive ability, playmakers, and guys that could just take the house from anywhere on special teams, they got it in Deontay. And I think Deontay is probably one of the best they've had since a... Um, Courtney Roby or a Reggie Bush per se. They haven't really had that. Or Darren Sproles. If we want to just go even more current, we can go with Sproles. But they haven't had that type of element. Deontay brings that to the team. And now Saints fans, like myself, are just wondering, what is the ceiling for a guy like him? Because we know he's great on special teams. Can he take that next step and become a really strong player and productive guy on offense as a wide receiver? Whether it's a bubble screen, whether it's a slant, whether it's a deep route, what can he do? I, I really think that we're going to see an expanded role from him. He's going to give his thoughts on that in this episode. He's also going to give his thoughts on Taysom Hill as the future quarterback and why he would be very much okay with him being the guy after Drew Brees. Uh, He's going to tell you what makes Michael Thomas so special. He's going to talk about his time in New Orleans, his his love for the city, um, and a lot of great stuff. He's also going to tell you whether or not he could beat Tyreek Hill in a foot race, and I'm going to save that answer for Deontay later in this show. Um, Now, before we get into the interview real quick, just want to give a quick note on what might change on my Twitter account. So I'm probably going to do videos, kind of a couple of quick live Q and a sessions with you guys. If you know, something happens with the saints and there's nothing going on, it's quicker than a podcast. And reality is, is way more interactive. This doesn't mean the podcast is going anywhere. I'm still giving you weekly content, but I think it's a little side thing that we could definitely do. Um, I certainly will be using it during games, whether it's halftime or, you know, at the end of the fourth quarter, you want to vent about a win or a loss, let's do it. I'll, I'll certainly get that going. Um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter about what I'm going to do with that, but more content to come. But without further ado, let's get into that interview with Deontay Harris, the Saints All-Pro kick returner. All right, my first question for you, Deontay, I want to ask you about this whole you know quarantine period and, and you don't have players at training camp and at facilities right now. For you, how are you staying in shape and getting ready for the 2020 season? Um, I mean, gyms are closed, so it's kind of hard for me to be able to get access to um the weights and the workouts that I really want to do. But I just been doing a lot of field work and then a lot of like body weight type of workouts to try to help myself stay in shape. But I mean, it's been difficult. Absolutely. So I, I want to ask you about your first season in New Orleans, obviously fantastic success. You were an all-pro returner. How were your first few experiences in the city, though? I know New Orleans is, you know, very different from other places. So for you personally, what was it like being in there? Um, I honestly believe that that city never sleeps. 
Like, um, it's just great vibes. People are always out doing something. Um, Southern hospitality is really a thing. Like, any, anywhere I go, and the person doesn't even have to know who I am. It's always a, hey, how are you? Um, like, it's just always good vibes and good energy around there. Food is obviously good. And, um, yeah, it's just great vibes whenever I go somewhere in the city. So you went from a Division two athlete to an all-pro NFL, NFL player in about a year's time. For you, does that ever sink in? Do you ever sit back and be like, wow, like for it to happen that quickly? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't, I, I don't think it actually, I can't say it. It actually hit me, I think it was probably like two weeks ago. I was just sitting downstairs watching reruns, reruns and I'm like, I really just played the NFL season. I went to the Pro Bowl, All Pro, whatever. So it actually just hit me like two weeks ago. So I want to ask you about a potential expanded role because we saw in that playoff game, um, you don't have to say it, I'll say it for you, you shook Xavier Rhodes out of his shoes. I mean, you, you gave him a little hard bite to the left, he went flying, and then you went down the field. Saints fans are just eager to see you more involved in this offense, where whether it's in a screen game, a down-the-field passing attack. For you personally, um, how do you think your role might expand with this offense? I just, I, I try not to think about it too much. I just go out there and try to just help the team in whatever way I can. So, I mean, if my role does increase in the offense and I see the field more offense, then, you know, then I'll just do what I got to do and try to make plays as much as possible. But if not, then I'll just continue to do what I did last year or do better than what I did last year. But, I mean, hopefully I can get more reps on the um, offense side of the ball because I feel as though I can help us um, on the offense and make plays and be able to um, score put some points on the board. So I want to ask you about your teammate, Michael Thomas, one of the best, if not the best wide receivers in the National Football League. What makes him so special? Because a lot of people say, oh, well, he's a product of the system. He's got a great quarterback. You get to watch him up close every day. What about Mike just makes him different from other receivers? The same thing you see in the game is the same thing that we see in practice every day. So every practice left to him is a game rep. I mean, he doesn't really take time off and he's always focused like if you watch him practice you know like if people watch him practice people understand why he's so good in the game because he he really like he truly believes that you practice how you play so every practice left for him is a game rep and I think that's why he's been so successful so we've had some people say that he has a similar mentality to, let's say, MJ because he goes at guys like Devontae Parker. He goes at guys like DeAndre Hopkins on Twitter. Do you think that's a fair comparison from a, just a mentality standpoint? Does he have that type of hard nose? I'm not going to make any friends. I'm only making enemies type attitude. I mean, he's just a dog. I mean, you're not, I mean, you're not really here to make friends, especially if that's another team. Like, his mentality is you line them up and I'm going to do what I do. Like, I don't care what you put in front of me. I don't care what system you run. I'm going to do my job and you're not going to stop me. So I think he just has that killer instinct, that MJ, that Kobe uh, mentality. Like, I'm going to do what I need to do and you can't stop me. Absolutely. For you personally as a kick returner, I don't know if you saw it because they just put out the uh, expanded rules. I believe it was, you know, on Thursday afternoon. So it's pretty recent. They're expanding defensive uh, defenseless player rules, uh, giving more protection to a kick returner. For you personally, was that something that you felt needed to be addressed this offseason? Um, are you happy about the new rule? How do you feel about that? I mean, you want to give me more protection. I can't be mad about it. I mean, 
I didn't really feel it. So, like, I felt good with the rules, how they were like it. But, you know, like I said, if you want to give me more protection, I feel bad for um, punch, punch teams and, and kickoff teams. Yeah, me, me too. Trust me. So, I want to <laughs> ask you about uh, Taysom Hill because there's a lot of uh, – I'm going to just say controversy because Saints fans and people in New Orleans love him and everyone outside of you know New Orleans says, well, he's not a quarterback. Um, and we could talk about this all day, and, and you know well that he can play almost every position uh, on offense, but you've also seen him as a quarterback. Do you think he has what it takes to be the guy after Drew Brees and be the Saints' future quarterback? Um, I know whenever I see Drew, I see him. So, meaning... Whenever Drew in the film room, I see him right behind him. Whatever routine you see Drew doing, he's following. So, I mean, I think that he has the skill set and he's getting the knowledge and learning the game from the right person. So, I mean, I would definitely feel comfortable if he was to be our starting quarterback whenever Drew decides that he wants to retire. So I want to ask you about your other quarterback from last year, um, outside of Breeze and, and Taysom Hill. Teddy Bridgewater, outstanding guy. Um, have nothing but good words to say about him. Now that he leaves, I kind of have a two-part question. One, how would you feel about Teddy, and how was he for the locker room? And two, now that he's gone, who's the top dancer in the Saints locker room? Who's the what? The top dancer, because i, I got to give it to Bridgewater. Oh, he's got some good dancer. moves. <laughs> uh, no, nah, Teddy's just a cool guy. Um, he just brings positivity every day. Uh, you never see him. Like, he always has a smile on his face, and he just always has good energy, good vibes. So, I mean, I'm sad to see him go, but I'm also happy to see that he, he's been blessed with another opportunity to go be a star and quarterback and play the game that he loves. And um, top dancer? Uh, that's a tough one. Probably Craig Robinson. You know what? I was thinking that. I was going to say, I see Craig Probably and I see Craig, Demario. Those, those two yeah. are always dancing after the game. Always um, dancing. So I, I want to ask you about Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to join your receiving core. How do you feel about a guy like that, a veteran, who's actually been to three Super Bowls coming in? Uh, what are your quick thoughts about Emmanuel Sanders joining the team? Uh, he's a great player. He has knowledge. He's been in the league for a long time. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, he's kind of, in a way, he's kind of like that. So I'm just going to try to sit under him. Um, soak as much information as I can from him and just try to learn from him. But I think he's a great ad and he can help us um, get to where we want to be, which is the Super Bowl. So I, I have two more questions for you, uh, Deontay. One of them is about um, that Super Bowl team and, and whether you guys can get there. Outside of that, um, because obviously the ultimate goal, like you said, is winning one. What is your, let's say, a personal goal next season that you're trying to attain? Um, is it, you know, more return yards, more return touchdowns? Is it being, you know, an impactful wide receiver on offense? What's the goal for you um, that will obviously help the team in the long run reach that ultimate goal of winning a Super Bowl? Um, goal for me is to hopefully be more involved in the offense and be able to pull points on the board and score more points. Obviously, I want to go out and do um, what I did, plus more on special teams. You know, give the offense a great field position or, you know, put points on the board that way. But also, it's just like a bigger role in the offense and just try to help out as much as I can. So, my last question for you, this is a tough one, um, and I'm pretty sure that NFL fans, not just Saints fans, would pay to see this. If we have you versus Tyreek Hill in a foot race, who's winning? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, his speed is just is unreal. 
and um, I don't, I don't even know. I don't. I can't even tell you how close it would be, but uh, it it probably wouldn't be fair. Hey, look, I appreciate the honesty. So last year, uh, quick story for you. I had Ted Ginn on, and I was talking to Ted, and he's telling me that he could beat Tyreek Hill, and maybe Ted in his prime could take him because Ted Ginn in his prime, I, so fun to watch. But I don't know, man. Tyreek Hill's a he is a fast wide receiver. Um, yeah. But I'm telling you, people would love to see it. Uh, but anyway, Deontay, thank you so much, man, for taking the time to do this interview. Uh, look forward to seeing you scoring touchdowns in 2020. And uh, I wish you all the best. And I wish you all the health in the world right now during these tough times, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Praise for you and your family. Once again, that is Deontay Harris, all pro kick returner for the Saints and possibly a playmaking wide receiver for them in 2020. And I think we'd all love to see it because one thing about this Saints offense that we can say they're missing is probably that guy who will take the top off of a defense. So you've got Michael Thomas, who we all know is elite's top three wide receiver, and I think he's the best, obviously, and you guys probably feel the same. Then you add Emmanuel Sanders, and you have that savvy veteran who's going to work in the slot, is going to be great over the middle of the field. I am very excited to see what he can do with Drew Brees. And obviously, Deontay also is happy uh, to play alongside Emmanuel Sanders. And you got Jared Cook. You got a really athletic tight end. And behind Jared Cook... You have a great blocking tight end in Josh Hill and a young up-and-coming weapon possibly in Adam Troutman who they got in round three. And then you look over to the running back group and you have Kamara, you have Murray, and now you have Ty Montgomery. So the Saints have a plethora of weapons and there's not going to be any excuses about Drew not having this, Drew not having that. What they can use though is a guy who can take the top off of the defense and you're not getting that with Traquan. You're not going to get that with Mike. You're not going to get that with Sanders and that's fine. You don't need to. But can Deontay be that guy? That's a really good question. But the more important question is whether or not Drew's going to be able to hit that guy 30, 40 yards down the field and whether or not he can do it. My take on this has been the same for a while. He can occasionally sling the deep ball, occasionally. But that's not the Saints' MO. They're going to beat you death by a 1,000 cuts. It's going to be a slant here, a drag there, an out route here, um, you know, an, out, an outside zone run here a screen pass there, that's how the Saints are going to beat you. They're not the Chiefs. They're not going to be throwing the ball deep. And heck, I think Deontay in an offense like that would absolutely thrive. But I'm curious to see what happens and how he plays with the Saints in year two, what his outlook's like, what his production overall ends up being. And he's a great dude. You saw from the interview, he's going to give you honest answers. Heck, I was surprised he even said he wouldn't beat Tyreek Hill in a foot race because as an athlete, as a competitor... You're usually going to say you're going to win, but that's just the respect factor. And whether or not you like Tyree Kill, and I'm not here to ask that question, Tyree Kill is a crazy athlete, and he's one of the, if not the fastest players in the league with about 4.28 speed. And Deontay's quick. So for Deontay to tell you that, I don't think I'm going to beat Tyree Kill in a foot race. Yeah, I think that tells you how quick the superstar wide receiver from the Chiefs is. But anyway. Really enjoyed my time talking with Deontay. I wish him all the best. Um, And it's not just this interview, by the way. I will be doing a feature, which you guys can see on the spun. I'll have it this weekend. Um, Look on Saturday on my Twitter account. I'll probably drop it there. Um, I'll have a nice long piece on Deontay and his time with the Saints, um, what he's looking forward to doing and stuff like that. Um, But for him to make that jump from D2 to all pro, like I don't think people really understand how tough of a jump that is. Um, I've watched Division II football, and it, it's nothing against Division II football. There's no knock on it. It's still competitive play. But the athletes there, compared to what you're seeing in the NFL, 
it, it's night and day. And for him to just handle that transition so easily um, and him clearly fit, and the minute he gets the ball in his hands, he's a threat to score. Like, that's just so hard to do. Tip his cap to him. He's been a playmaker for the Saints. He's been a diamond in the rough. Um, and Sean Payton has to be thrilled with what he's gotten so far out of number 11 in Deontay. So I thank him again for coming on the show. I wish him all the best. And we hope to see him making more than just special teams plays. We want to see him out there doing what he did to Xavier Rhodes in the wild card round. Show them what you can do with that speed and, and that wiggle that he has. Um, just get him out in space and let him go to work. And I think if the Saints are smart, they'll find a way to do it. Um, and I believe Sean Payton will. But that's going to do it, guys, for this episode of the Straight Up Saints podcast. It's a little bit shorter in length. But in terms of quality, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Hope you guys enjoyed what Deontay has to say. And like I said, look out for that feature on him that I will have out later this week. But anyway, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and I wish you all the best. And I will be talking to you guys next week about more Saints football. And we'll see what crazy things happen over the weekend. Not just in the sports world, but in the real world right now. Um, And I'll be back either on Monday or Tuesday around that time frame earlier in the week to talk more football with you guys.